Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Santan Valley is where we find ourselves this morning and saying good morning to Mike and rolling him in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. Three questions. Get two out of three correct, and you are going to the Good Guys Show. Fantastic. All right, we're going to ask about Angus Young from ACDC since he's turning 66 today. How old was he when ACDC first formed in 1973? Was he 16, 18, or 20? 18. Nice job. Yeah. Did you do the math? Uh, no, I was trying to real quick, but I didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, it's confusing math. Um, Angus tried several outfits on stage before settling on the schoolboy uniform. Which of these was not one of the outfits that he tried? A gorilla suit, a sexy nurse costume, or a Spider-Man outfit? Oh, boy. Um... Let's go with the sexy nurse. <laughs> that is that is correct. He never did try that. So you've already <laughs> won, and we'll ask you one more question. ACDC is always associated with Australia, but Angus actually was not born there. Where was he born? Scotland, Ireland, or Apache Junction? <laughs> um, Ireland. No, it's actually Scotland, but you did well uh, enough to win this morning, Mike. Fantastic. All right. Hang with us. I'm going to make a, a bold statement here. Um, I believe Angus Young to be possibly the most underrated guitar player of his time. Um, people people think of him as just being a guy who writes, you know, a couple of riffs here and there and stuff and mm-hmm. runs around on stage. But when you think about how well he plays and the amount of physical movement that he does on stage, I mean, it's pretty stunning. Yeah. And when you listen to some of those guitar solos and some of the things that he did back in the 70s, as a kid, he was just in his you know late teens, early 20s. Yeah phenomenal player. I just don't think he gets it's almost like Kiss doesn't get credit for being good musicians because the show is so fantastic. Right. Angus being the little child prodigy that he is, I don't think he gets as much credit as a player as he should. You know, I just I just saw a little article before about one of the guys from Foreigner saying the songs are more well known than the name of the band. Yeah, bands I saw get, that, you know, yeah. like uh, with the Grateful Dead, the name of the band is probably more well known than any of the particular songs. Right. So with ACDC, you have this image that sticks out. Yeah. It's not of the guitar player. It's of the guitar player's clothing and things like that yeah, and, the, and the heavy metal. So different aspects get more emphasized. Yeah. And, and like you're saying, the guitar playing doesn't get emphasized as much. If you go back and you listen to some of that ACDC stuff, you'll find that Angus Young is every bit the blues player that Clapton or B.B. King or Stevie Ray Vaughan was. And yet every bit the shredder that Eddie Van Halen is. I mean, he's that good. It's kind of fun to go back and dig into. And again, ACDC has so many albums. I know everybody says they made 18 of the same record, but they're all great records. It's a good It's a good gig. And he is 66 today. Our phone number is 480-470-KSLX. No scams involved there. That's just simple. <laughs> we're, we're here in the studio, and we'll try uh, and pick up as quickly as we can. That's how you get them right there. <laughs> Tell them there's no scam. Tell them there's no yeah, scam. that works out like, good. See, here's the thing that really bothers me about some of the scams we experience now. Okay. Um, the email ones, I think, are pretty easy to catch. A lot of them are, yeah. I'm getting email texts now. Not like texts and the, the number, instead of it coming from a phone number, it's coming it's from, from an email, email address. Yes, yeah. yeah. See, the text stuff really bothers me because it's always done in this way that's supposed to make you think like you know the person. It's like overly familiar. Sure. Like you'll get that text like, hey, I got that info you need. Right. Uh, you know, and it's from an, you don't know who it's from or, you know, it's like, hey, obviously you didn't get my email. 
but we got to talk about how to set things up. It's the, it's these things where it's like, what, what's, what's that? Oh, I must have forgotten something and you yeah. call it or something like that. So that's the stuff that really bugs me. Like I got this one and I, is this a scam or not? All I got was a phone number and it says, Hey, this is Dave Waters. Here's my new number. Yes. Okay. What, what happens? Like, what is it? What do they want me to do? Add this to my contacts? Yes, I guess. And then what? I don't know. Because I, I, I don't know what the end game here is. Do, I, I mean, you don't know anybody named Dave Waters. Right. It's a very familiar sounding name because there's probably a million David Waters out there. But, right, sure. Um, is there, is it, here's my new number and then there's a hyperlink on it? Uh, no, there's no link. That's, that's the one different thing about this. It's just a, it's just a text. Block your number and text him. Okay. Can you That's do that? That's what you do. I, I guess it's a no. If you it's can a block nine it, five hang four. On. Hang on. Let's a, ask Guido. If Guido knows, it's a that. Florida Guido. area code. Yeah. Oh, all right. But you know, Guido, is it possible? And I'm asking because I don't know for sure. I'm not. An, I'm not an Apple guy. Is it possible for Mark to block his return text number and text the number that he got? You know, I, I would actually have to look that up. I'm not sure. All right, never mind. That's not something that I've ever done, but I, I'm yeah. sure there's a way around it. Stay with that story. Yeah. I, I have a feeling my identity is going to be stolen if I try that. Yeah. You know, that's one of those things. They probably want me to do that. Yeah, but that's how. It's a, here, but here's <laughs> oh. what's happening now. Now they've got you because you're you're paralyzed with fear. <laughs> <laughs> See, part of me is like, I got to know what's it, going on here. Yeah, I, I want to call the guy and say, hey. It might honestly just be something more mundane like that opens up a conversation to start selling you something. Yes, ah, yes, yes, exactly. That's, that's yes. Yeah, exactly what yeah, it is. yeah, it's a scam. I mean, it's not terribly dangerous unless I'm fooled into buying something, right. you know, yeah. like you should, o- you, oceanfront property in Arizona. I but. would I would tack I would text Dave Waters at that number, but pretend you're like an 81-year-old woman. <laughs> And see if he doesn't try to catfish you in some way, shape, or form. That's what I feel like every morning when I get out of bed. Yeah, I'm that's just not saying, important. Now. I mean, do you, should we should we publishize Dave Waters' phone number? Uh, no, because I don't. You know, I don't know if it's a if it's a legitimate guy or not. So what? I want to know if he's related to Roger. I mean, there's things I need to know here. But right, these um, are the Daves I know. I know. <laughs> so, these are the Daves I know. It's very confusing. It's very upsetting. It's very alarming. <laughs> but be, care- be careful about stuff like this. I-, I generally blow stuff like this off immediately. Or you bring it to uh, uh, the airwaves where literally dozens of people could take Dave Waters' information down and-, and call him. Yeah. Which I think we should do. But I'm also a dick. <laughs> it's- and probably, you know, it's probably a recording where you get gift cards or something like that. Call like from one, one of the yeah. station phones. I will. Yeah, call from the station phone and we'll record the phone call see what happens. Thank you for all the suggestions as to uh, how to handle what, what looks like a scam text I got. Are you going to give it to me so I this, can call it? You you really want to call yeah, it? Yeah, I do. All right. Here, give me here you go. Here's the number. Right, Dial it up. And, right, on. you know, one guy, one guy checked in and had a, I thought it was a pretty good suggestion when you get one of those scam calls as to what to do. Grab the Bible, the Koran, Book of Mormon, whatever you want to do, and just tell the person, hey, before we do anything, let us pray. And then just start reading from the book and don't stop. <laughs> That's a good idea. I actually have all those books. Hey, it's, it's ringing. Four, yes. nine, oh, okay. seven, two, Let's see six. what we got. I'll just leave a message for, yeah. Hi, uh, Dave. <laughs> this is Tamara. You should probably contact your doctor. The test came back positive. It's not good. And this is Tamara's father. I'm very angry. Call me. All right. So, see how that works. So not, 
nothing because <laughs> yeah. it, did it say who it was or was it just the, no, it just the was, automatic was the automatic robot voice, phone it was a number. voicemail thing there. Okay, because I got the you know if you missed it, we were just like 15 minutes ago talking. I got this son of a bitch. I, I really wish we could have got through. I got a text message that said, <clears throat> "Hey, this is Dave Waters, and this is my new number. Put it into your book. You know, put it into your phone." It's like it's. I don't know the guy. And it's a Florida area code. Not that I couldn't know somebody with a Florida area code because you travel all over the country with your phone number. But I'm trying to find it. We used to I think we used to have a call when a guy called us. It was one of those marketing firms and we called them back to try and get back to him. Oh, yeah. Man is yeah. Through and he was really pissed at us. Yeah. But no, I don't think I have that call on, on tape here. All right. It's 633 right, with Mark and Neanderthal. Um, Missed opportunity. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. You know, it's a big, wide world out there, and the valley is uh, ever-increasing in population, people moving here. In fact, our new afternoon personality, Karen D'Alessandro, is on her way to the valley now and will be on the air starting Monday afternoon at 2 o'clock. So we'll have a new neighbor here at the radio station. We'll have to come up with a nickname for her. I'm guessing she'll be KSLX Karen? Yeah, maybe. I'm guessing at well, some point. You know, these these when we do neighborhood nicknames, it's more about you don't necessarily know these people by their real names. You just see them around maybe you don't talk to them maybe you do talk to them sure but you got to describe them to other people like a new one for us there's a there's a park near us and we're walking through it and i've seen him a couple of times now right next to our our neighborhood i call him the arms down runner he's he's a runner you're like a jogger jogger he's obviously in good shape but he doesn't pump his arms at all like you normally would when you're running they are stiff down by his side. That's very weird. Looks very purposeful, like yeah. he's holding them in place like that. I don't know if that's some sort of training method, like a, you know, an isometric thing, or yeah, I have no idea what that's all you about. Know, You're resistance. supposed to pump your arms. That's supposed to help you, like with balance or some things like that. Yeah. I think. I yes, I believe so. And I know. When you look speed. at me, you think runner. No, but also the <laughs> speed. You know, we all know yeah. how to run, right? Yeah. It's what. If we were kids, we would have said he runs like a girl. But you can't say you, that anymore. You are a monster. Oh, yeah, is what exactly. you are. Exactly. Sexist a monster. monster. Yeah. yeah. All right, so neighborhood nicknames, 480-470-KSLX. Yeah, I've got a neighbor down the street for three years since I've lived on this street. He's like the only one who won't wave to you when you're driving by. It's like the ignorer or something. I I don't really have a name for him yet, but it's kind of interesting. You know, usually you get that, you know, the wave, but not nothing. It's weird. (laughs) No, it must be something about you. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) The Ignorer. Okay, not a great name. No, not not great. We all have those people in our neighborhood. I've got one down the street. I actually know the guy, and he's very friendly, nice guy, but he never waves. He only will smile at you with his mouth closed, a closed mouth smile, and lift his chin a little bit. Oh, gives you the up. Isn't it? Hey. He gives you the up. Hey. It's up. Yes. So, but nice guy other than that, but he uh, he is not a waver. Uh, I don't have a new neighbor, but I have a new nickname for a neighbor. And my neighbor, my new nickname, and it's a she, so it makes it even more appropriate, Peep Show. Oh, like curtains open kind of stuff? Well, kind of, yeah. Peep show. She did something to her house that I found very, very interesting. And in the spirit of a peep show, I'll tell you what that is in just a couple minutes. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. If you ever have neighborhood nicknames, you can call now if you like. 480-470-KSLX. And the story of peep show Mm. is next. Well, now, who 
are the people in your neighborhood, the people that you meet each day. All right, so we just did uh, uh, the Mark and Andrew Paul neighborhood nicknames, which we do every week uh, right around this time or so, about 10 minutes before we didn't, we've been talking now. And uh, and, I, and I have a new neighborhood. Well, it, she's not a new neighbor, but she's got a new nickname, and I would like to introduce you to Peep Show. And Peep Show is so named because she made a, uh, made a home improvement on her house. That I didn't even know was possible. Did, did she put new blinds up that are always open or something? Or? No. No. What Peep Show did was she apparently had some sort of an issue with her garage door and had windows installed in the garage door. And I didn't even know this was a possible thing. Like, you know, well, you don't like, install those. You just get a new win, a new you, door you, you with would the windows. Think, you would think that's what would happen. Yeah. That's not now, what see, happens? I rent. So I've got one of those old school flip up garage doors like the Batcave. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and trust me, I would love to get it replaced, but I don't own the house. But my across the street neighbor does. And she actually had uh, when I showed up at the at the house, I guess it was Monday. Um, there was a, you know, like a, a garage repair place in there and i thought well maybe somebody just hit the door and she had to have the thing you know replaced on the track or whatever it was as it turns out she's got one of those garage doors that's got uh let's say 20 panels on it it's like five across and four down it's metal and it folds and it folds as it goes up yeah it's got like four different rows of five little square blocks they look like uh like like if you look at brick facing Imagine you've got a square of, of 20 brick faces. The conventional, the, what most people have now in any house built after right. like 2005. Right. That, yeah, or, you know, maybe even earlier. So what I figured was she was getting the door replaced because somebody must have hit one of the tracks or something when she was back in her car right. in or whatever was going on. But no, as it turns out, she had the top row removed and replaced with windows. So you can see into the yeah I I've seen that yeah people and, have that and that like like growing up in New England that was a very common thing because it's a Cape Cod style uh, architecture or whatever and um you know just having those windows like I didn't know that you didn't have to buy a whole new door this that's is what how, I thought I I am lack of domesticity here I know right? I, I, it was pointed out to me how lack of domesticity I I possess no I I you know listen I I'm a homeowner but I didn't know that I thought you had to get a right. whole new door I and those too. were part of it I, See, I, I wouldn't want the windows then because people can look in and see you cutting up the body right exactly or working out in the nude yeah or cooking up the you know whatever you're the cooking mess. up yeah. in the garage yeah. no I understand so uh, it's the lack of privacy that would concern me but well you see privacy doesn't seem to be an issue for her because she's been she's been known to leave her garage door open all night anyway. Oh, so what's the point of having windows if you're just going to leave the door open? <laughs> I it's funny. I've seen the windows a million times. Not they're not the norm. Not but they're here, not, not unusual. Here, not here in the valley because obviously the majority of our architecture is southwestern in nature. It's like adobe or you, you know, mostly it's just a ranch. The, and, you mostly just have the metal door. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, because uh, the windows. Again, I I would imagine that the glass after four or five years in the in the sun here becomes very brittle. You know what I mean? Because glass does easily break does age. Yeah, especially if you've got a basketball hoop in the driveway, bouncing. You know, the ball bounces around. <laughs> it could you know easily it could hit the door and and, sure. and shatter one of the windows. Yeah, so I, I, I've never, I've never been that. anything I sought getting. 
I don't know. I guess that's more expensive than the regular garage door. I don't know I don't, what it yeah. is. I, I, I honestly don't know what it is, but I will tell you that is the genesis of her new nickname, which is Peep Show. Right, but you should really just walk across the street. See, you got these windows. What are you, big time in me? <laughs> <laughs> just look at, you know. I, don't, don't get me wrong. And, you know, I'm not going to say that, that, you know, peeping through the window isn't, isn't a worthwhile endeavor. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> no. I'm just saying not. it's now more possible in my neighborhood thanks yeah. to Peep Show and her new garage windows. Yeah. I wonder if people who've had those installed are happy they did it or not happy that they did it. I don't know. Can yeah. you, I mean, it's not like you can't undo it because they, they literally just took the panels yeah. on and replaced them. I just learned something new. Yeah, I did too. That was the strange thing about it. See, we're here to educate as well as entertain. All right, let's point out that this is a pretty slow week going by. So if there's anything we can do to make it seem a little bit more enjoyable, I think now would be the time. It's the Mark and Paul dumbass of the day. Yeah, and 25-year-old John Lytle is our guy today. He hails from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. He'll enjoy Oklahoma's wide open spaces. Yes, Oklahoma. So, uh, John had spent part of the day last week in the Freedom Vape Shop in Oklahoma City, and he noticed a, you know, a lot of cash transactions happening in there. So, John made himself a plan to break into the Freedom Vape Shop. Mm-hmm. And, John, you know, this was not a subtle plan that John came up with. This was as smash and grab as smash and grab gets. John's plan involved backing his car right into the vape shop, which is in a strip mall late at night, and then grabbing whatever he could and then driving away. Okay. So uh, that is what he did. John drove in reverse, smashed into the building, shattering the front windows, mowing down everything in his path. And then he got out to grab whatever he could, which confused John because instead of seeing the stuff from the vape shop, all he saw were old shoes. Hmm. Because John had backed into the wrong business in the strip mall. Well, they all look the same. (laughs) Instead of the vape shop. I mean. John had smashed his car into the shoe repair place next door. That's right. A cobbler. I bet he felt like a heel. Yes. Very nice. I'm guessing John left himself soulless. Mm. Yeah. It is bad for your soul. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, let's face it. Cobblers are difficult to find. Like, uh, yeah. It's like sewing machine repair. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of it. Nope. And uh, in, in fact, this jerk John even descro- destroyed some shoe repair equipment that's not even sold anymore. Because wow. it's it's something that you just don't see a lot of anymore. Uh, would you say that John is a sneaker? <laughs> he has been charged <laughs> with second degree burglary. And two counts of malicious destruction of property. And we will certainly make John the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. And boot him from the establishment. Mm. Hey, fellas, I think that's a beautiful story you just told. You understand what I'm saying? The Dumbass of the Day was sponsored by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson. You'll find them at ArrowheadHarley.com. All right, so we are we already recorded something with somebody else. We'll play that back for you at, at, at some point, probably within the next fifteen minutes, if not now. But the truth is better than any story we could make up. Okay, so we have a, 
Uh, we'll pick up with Brad in just a second here. Okay. He works. He works in an emergency room, so he's seen all kinds of crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's a but, professional medical professional guy. So we were talking about rattlesnakes yesterday and yes. seeing rattlesnakes, and I can't remember how the discussion sprang up, but. This guy emailed us, and he, you know, he he told some cool stories about being a kid. You know, when they were in the teens, they'd see snakes all the time, sure, and you yeah. know how they handled that. Yeah, yeah, we had a we had an email from a guy who worked for a utility company, so they would run into him all the time when they were digging ditches because the snakes would go in and hang by the pipes, right, and stay warm. So they'd have to kill rattlesnakes to start the day's work, basically. And it's funny because I, I was I was off looking for uh, ammunition the other day, and one of the guys was like, "Hey, I've got snake shot." And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, snake shot. Yeah, yeah you, you know, people shoot snakes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and this guy has done some of that. And so he, he's telling us about, you know, growing up here and, you know, seeing snakes all the time. But then it goes into this section. Um, and this guy's a great guy. He calls all the time and, and, and checks in all the time. He says, uh, we were out fishing at Horseshoe Lake years back, and we saw some movement on the bank while we were in one of the coves. As we got closer, we noticed there were two large rattlesnakes intertwined and mating. We, <laughs> we put down our fishing poles and watched for 20 minutes. <laughs> it was a little freaky, but a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Okay. So, all right, so, Brad. So, Brad, as a medical expert uh, and someone who's probably seen it all in the emergency room. Gut reaction. What is your gut reaction to seeing snakes doing the nasty on the banks? That's uh, kind of creepy, actually. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, in your professional opinion, <laughs> what would be the acceptable amount of time to witness snake sex? Is, is that the creepy factor that it's 20 minutes long? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, right. I would, if I saw something like that, I'd look for maybe five or ten seconds and go, huh. That's, All right. That's so anything more than ten seconds is creepy. Yeah, it depends on what you're looking at. But yeah, I think looking at I mean, rattlesnakes. Right. Uh, is the snake stacked? Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at a good woman, you know, ten seconds isn't even Right, yes, of not. course. But yeah. if you're looking at animals or snakes or something. Uh, Here's a question. Do you think that the snakes engage in the Kama Sutra? <laughs> and how can you tell? I I really wouldn't even know how to answer that one. That's All right. Second follow-up question, if I may. I was how just do you know if the snakes are fighting or, you know? <laughs> you know, that's another good one, too. Well, I think, I, think, either way. No, I think you know because if they're, if they're not fighting, there's romantic music playing. Uh, so, good point, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right, so snake yeah, sex, I mean, uh, 10 seconds, anything more than that, creepy. I, I would say so, yeah. It's just, I guess it's a personal taste. Oh. <laughs> All right, thank personal you, Brett. Personal taste. <laughs> All right, so well, let's, let's expand on that just for a moment. <clears throat> if you saw this, how long do you think you would watch? Uh, first of all, I don't know what snakes mating looks like, so exactly. I don't even, I don't even so, know what I'm looking at. So it might I would take think, you. I, well, I don't. Again, I don't know. Like when snakes are mating, is there a penis? Snake penis visible? I don't know. I mean, it would to me. It would look like they're just fighting. Because they'd be all twisted up, right? I don't know I, what I suppose, snakes yeah. look like when they're mid-coitus, if you I, will. I don't know either. I, I have no idea what I'd be So that's, I'd be like, wow, those snakes look like they're fighting. And then I would just sort of move on with my life. I think, or would I? Yeah, I mean, I think... <laughs> so he's on, a, he's on some sort of vessel. He's on a boat of some sort. Right. And they're off and they're so, so they're safe from a distance watching. Right. Um, and he must have known what he was looking at. 
if I saw that, it might take me a minute to figure out what the heck I'm looking at. Exactly. And then say, oh, okay, so that's how they do it. And then... All right, and then... Then, then maybe a little privacy? Then huh? I'd be good. You know, yeah, I, yeah hey, I'd be good after Brother, that. I'm trying to get down over here. You mind uh, <laughs> averting your gaze, if you could, please? Exactly. I so, know. All right, so, you know, total, two minutes at the most. Two minutes seems a little long. Maybe it is. I mean, first of all, I don't, we don't know how long snake coitus lasts either. Two minutes could be. It lasts at you, least 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that now. We know that now. Yeah. All right, well, Jesus. Things I did at work today. <laughs> My therapist is going to be like, what the f***? Huh? Okay, a lot of reaction to the rattlesnake story. Yeah. Um, we've, we even got a guy, a uh, KSLX app listener from Christmas, Arizona, checking in. So we thank yeah. him for that. Uh, but, you know, we'll just, we'll read the section of this email that we got about the guy <laughs> seeing these snakes doing it. And uh, and this was recorded about 10 minutes ago, and I, I just love the guy's reaction. Here we go. We were out fishing at Horseshoe Lake a few years back, and we saw some movement on the bank while we were in one of the coves. As we got closer, we noticed there were two large rattlesnakes intertwined and mating. We put our fishing poles down and watched for 20 minutes. It was a little freaky, but a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. (laughs) Whatever, dude. Um, I don't know that I'd watch for 20 minutes to be like, you know, let them have some privacy for crying out loud, man. Exactly. <laughs> so what do you <laughs> what do you think is the acceptable amount of time to uh, to look at this this going on? Um, I don't know. Take a picture for your Instagram or something. And Why? Them, I mean, <laughs> well, here, here's the other thing. It, along that line, I didn't know it was going to go that route, but um, I walk my dog every morning, and the ducks are in the canal, so the ducks are kind of, you see the ducks doing the same thing, and we just kind of like, hey, man, let, let, them, let them do their thing. This is like nature, so you just keep walking and <laughs> give them some privacy. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Thank you, is, thank you, sir. Is on Saturday afternoons. There was an entire TV show dedicated to this. Mutual Omaha's Wild yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, they sh- they used to show animal fornication constantly. Not twenty minutes of it, though. Well, no, it was only a twenty-two minute show. <laughs> they had to get several stories in, but twenty minutes. I love that guy. Everybody, like- anybody that's ever spent any time watching porn on the internet knows that none of the clips need to be twenty minutes. Long. <laughs> yeah, just saying. I love the guys. Like, why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Thank you for for helping us out with that. It's a Snake Sex Wednesday that, with Mark and Neander Paul. That uniquely Arizona phenomenon of the rattlesnake and <laughs> that guy Tom. Like I, I told, I emailed Tom back yesterday. I said, I think we're going to ask some other people about the 20-minute thing. Yeah, because so, that's, I mean, if you're watching Snake Sex for 20 minutes, you might have a fetish. It is 9.03 with Mark and Neanderthal. We'll get into the big three at nine. Grabbing some of the most interesting audio clips of the day. And this first one, been around for a couple of days, and it's really interesting. It's from Westchester, Ohio. And the gentleman's name is Lee Wong. He is one of the town council members. And his last name is Wong. Obviously, he is Asian. He's a 69-year-old man. And... He's been talking about 
anti-Asian sentiment, anti-Asian violence, and he talked to the council and and some of the audience members the other day, and and it got it got pretty intense where he was talking about his military service. For too long, I have put up with a lot of sh- in silence. There are some ignorant people that will come up to me and say that I don't look American or patriotic enough. And I'm going to show you what patriotism, the questions about patriotism looks like. So right here, he takes off his jacket, his tie. He starts unbuttoning his shirt. He pulls up his undershirt, and he's got big scars. Here is my proof. This is sustained through my service in the U.S. military. Now, is this patriot enough? Huge scars across his chest. Yeah. Pretty dramatic stuff. Yeah, I look, I, I, I don't get... I don't get racial violence. I don't get racism. I don't understand it. I, you know, there are legitimate reasons to hate people. I don't know that their ethnicity is one of them. Get to know them first. Yeah. Right? I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, no, look, absolutely. I, just, I, I don't, I, I just don't understand it. And, and I don't think I ever will. And you know what? I don't want to. Right. I don't want to understand racial profiling or hatred based upon somebody's nationality or origin or sexuality or anything. I just don't want to. If I hate you, there must be a reason. Nice job by Phoenix Police the other day. This is, this is just what is happening. A car crashes into somebody's front yard. The driver's completely passed out. The doors are locked. And the vehicle is on fire. And that's when Phoenix Police come in. Do this one, do this one, do this one. Get out. Trying to smash the window. Hey, do you have yeah. something blunt? They get something, they get a fire extinguisher. And there goes the window. Yeah. I got no heartbeat. There you go. So yeah. you're, you're talking about, you know, you're talking about what cops do every day yeah. around America um, and, and, and especially here in the Valley. And it's a thankless job and they never see anybody during a good part of their day. Yeah. It's very rare that a cop and you encounter a police officer when you're having a good time. That guy in the vehicle uh, is still in the hospital and it's very serious, but he would have no chance if those cops hadn't shown up. Yeah. And done their job. Now, the other side of the coin yeah. is happening in, in Minneapolis right now. Interesting yesterday during this thing. And, and look, um, I saw the video. You saw the video. We can all draw our own conclusions of what we feel. But what's going on in court is they've got witnesses there that are trying to tell their story. And whenever you're in court and you're 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 testifying, there's an opportunity for cross-examination. Sometimes that cross-examination pisses you off. And sometimes you try to you try to respond and then you get smacked down by the judge. Yeah. We're outside the hearing of the jury, Ms. Hansen. I'm advising you. Do not argue with counsel and specifically do not argue with the court. You will not argue with the court. You will not argue with counsel. Mm-hmm. They have the right to ask questions. Your job is to answer them. I was finishing my answer. I will determine when your answer is done. Yeah. And so do not argue with the court. Do not argue with counsel. Answer the questions. Do not volunteer information that is not requested. Are we clear on this? We're clear. Yeah, and I think it's interesting. Um, the only thing I think less advisable than arguing with a police officer is arguing with a judge in his courtroom. Yeah. You know, this is the Derek they are Chauvin. omnipotent. This is the Derek Chauvin trial, obviously, the George Floyd thing, and everybody has their opinion. But one thing to know when you're in situations like this, when you're on the stand, 
It's not necessarily a discussion in your living room. No. There are there are ways you abide and It's not a monologue, it's yeah, a dialogue. Yeah. You you speak when you are spoken to, you you know, and and when the judge te- like literally he is the law at yeah. that point. So, yeah, uh, whatever mean, your personal opinions are, keep them to yourself. Just answer the questions. Exactly. And yeah. that's a uh, that is an interesting interesting situation with uh, uh, yeah. with uh, what's going on there and it'll be interesting to see how it turns out and how people react to Again, it. Again, uh, I think most of us have seen the video. Most of us have our own opinions on it. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what the court of law, the actual court, yeah. rules and then hopefully no matter how it goes, people behave themselves and accept it. We're supposed to be a nation of laws and if the court decides, the court decides and that's how it goes. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.